Here we go. This episode is brought to you, as always, by Laura Lee Smith. She's a real estate agent in the Bryan College Station, Texas, and surrounding areas. And if you've heard me talk about Laura Lee Smith, you know how I feel. She's the hardest working real estate agent in this area, and she will definitely find you your dream home at the price that you can afford and make it easy and painless. But do not take my word for it. Please call or text her at any time, and you'll see what I'm talking about. She'll respond to you no matter what. You send her a message. She will respond to you immediately. Her number is 979-218-2315. That's 979-218-2315. Also, it's brought to you by our very own 95 Adventures Coffee. We have a couple different options. We have all of the K-Cups, whole beans, fresh ground. We call it the Adventure Espresso because it's so delicious. And also, we have some coffee on Indies Coffee's website. They have our own store. It says 95 Adventures. Click on it and you support the podcast as well as other independent artists. That's indiescoffee.com or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook and just say, I want a couple bags and we will definitely take care of it for you. All right. This episode is with Philippe Valtuk. He is from Poland. He grew up there, came over here at the age of, I guess, of 18, 19 to go to school and just a really awesome all-around dude. We talk about the experience of leaving your home country to go somewhere else and away from your parents and your friends and the life that you've built to kind of just start over and build something new in a new place and experience the world and how it shapes your mind. So without any further delay, please welcome Philippe Valtuk. There it is, Philippe. Philippe, right? Philippe. Philippe. Yeah, that, that was a good one. That was better. Yeah. How do you better. say your last name? Valtuk. Valtuk. Spelled with a W. Yes, sir. <laughs> and CZ. And where is that from? From Poland. 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 You are the first person from Poland. And you probably have no idea where it is. I mean, I know where it is, but I don't know where it is. That it's right next sense. to Germany. Yeah. So, like, everybody recognizes Germany, so that's what I tell them. We're east from Germany. Well, right that's, why, that's why I asked you, like, oh, hockey player. I guess, yeah, it is cold, but it's not that cold. Yeah. So we don't really play much hockey. Maybe it's also expensive to play hockey to get all the gear and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's but very expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. So I did make, it here, and just on a low level, it's expensive. Yeah. There you go. That's probably the reason we don't play hockey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, born and raised there. Mm-hmm. Until when? Until I was 18. So I'm 26 right now. Ooh, here, pull the mic closer and face it up toward you. There you go. All right. It's been a while. Like the other day, I was trying to count it, and it's been like almost eight years, I guess. Yeah, it's been almost eight years since I got here. So I'm 26, and I got here when I was 18. So it's gonna be eight years this year, I think. Wow. So it's been a while. Yeah. Quite an adjustment. Yeah, at first, at first, especially whenever I got here, not knowing English, and I mean, I knew English, but just seeing all the signs in English, the first few weeks, like you get a headache just because you have no break. But at the same time, I always tell everyone that I feel like with technology nowadays and being able to call with my parents, being able to just have access to Polish media of different kind, that makes it so much easier. So like people 30 years ago, 40 years ago, you come here and you have no contact with your family or anyone. And I imagine that that's hard. 
But right now, if I want to watch a movie in Polish or Polish movie or this or that, I just go online and, you know, I have access to everything. Oh, I didn't even if, think about that part. Yeah, so, like, I don't have to worry about writing letters and all that. So, like, whenever I feel like talking Polish, I just call my parents or someone and, you know, I have a Polish conversation. So, that's not a big deal anymore. That's if, pretty, do you miss it at all? Talking, speaking Polish? Yeah, just being over there and talking and being around the people. So... People, not necessarily. I feel like they're great people wherever you go. And, like, you just surround yourself with nice people. And, like, if you go out there, you're going to find someone that is going to be fun to be around and all that anywhere you go. But just, the, I feel like the only thing I miss is the, the European culture and European lifestyle. So just not being able to walk anywhere, not being able to... Just the life looks, like, differently here. So I miss that a little bit sometimes. But I was, I always say that my adult life, I got here so long ago that right now my adult life has been here. So probably going back to Poland now would be kind of difficult. Be strange. Yeah, because like I don't know their, how their life looks like there, you know? Like, so right now I would say that I suck at both languages, Polish and English, because <laughs> I struggle with both sometimes, you know? And like yeah. obviously Polish is better and it's uncomparable and I will never forget it, but at the same time, all the stories and things that happen here sometimes there's no translation there's no word that will describe certain situations that is here and sometimes like i've said the same story so many times in english and i'm trying to say it in polish takes a second or like i'm trying to describe my job and like scientific words or stuff that i learned in college and that's just you know i think it'll be an adjustment but i'm not planning on going as of right now so time will show oh you're not planning on going back at all as of right now uh not at all maybe one day but not in the near future. There's a whole world that I can experience, you know, and yeah. explore. So if I can't stay here, if something doesn't work out here, I can go somewhere else. So what are the plans? So you you currently work here. Yeah. In College Station. Yeah. So what is, is your plan to stay it down the line? You're looking to move somewhere later on. I mean, how's that? Like, what's life look like for Philippe? Wherever the world takes me, I don't want to make too many plans because then the life verifies it and changes your plans so like whenever i was in poland in high school uh i never said anything that i would like to come to college to us because i didn't know what's gonna happen because i knew that a lot of things can happen and actually i had a girlfriend when i was in high school all throughout high school high school sweetheart and then my parents came to me and they're like hey would you like to go to us to college and i was like yeah but i have a girlfriend here and we've been together for like a few years now but, you know, you're 17, 18, or whatever you are. And I had to make a decision, you know. And I was like, either I'm getting married right now at the age of 18 or I'm moving. So, and I moved. So, I left everything behind and I had no idea that it was going to happen. It was like, within a month, I had a ticket. I had everything. I got accepted to the college in here. And so, you know, I had a plan. I applied to Polish college and whatnot. And in Poland, you have to take like an SAT after high school. Uh -huh. So, like, it's not an SAT, but like, basically, it's a similar, similar thing. thing. Yeah. Right? And then, like, Polish universities are free, so you don't pay anything. But depending, so, like, let's say that there are 100 universities, but in reality, only a few of them are worth going to because the rest of them is just basically you get a degree that is not really, doesn't give you much. Is that from being free? Yeah, yeah, because basically anybody, since it's free, almost anybody can go. And, yeah, you have to pass the SAT, but since there are so many of them, and they're like the money comes from government right 
so basically yep so from us i guess so you pay for them but uh, but because of that everybody can go it doesn't matter if you're a d student you know like and barely pass the college not college high school yeah. you're still gonna get into some university since there are so many of them you know and so, so like, you basically came over here because it's harder but at the same time like you pay for it and it's a little bit more difficult but you get more out of it i would say school is actually easier here yes really yeah so like university yeah i've never been to mit or any of those you know uh huge, huge colleges that are like well known around the world but even a and M, I i can definitely say that it was not harder than my high school really yeah i feel like here and i i like it here because like one of my professors told me that hey you guys pay for college and you're basically paying for my month for my salary right and i know it's not the case but that's how he looked at it so you're basically my employer so i'm here to help you guys and yeah i'm trying to teach you but like teaching is my job and that's my focus right now so like he was always available and like and i feel like here the professors kind of walk you through everything and like they give you that different kind of help they have office hours they have this and that and i think that they're just so much more friendly because of that and like just the culture is different too so in poland they're not the same way not at all so it, you think that's what makes it more difficult the the teaching is not so the teachers don't show the same care i'm trying to figure out because all the proposed stuff with you know bernie sanders saying he wants to make free and i don't want to make this political i'm just curious you're the first person I've met that's from a place where there is free college. And I know what I think would happen, but I don't know for sure because it hasn't happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, obviously, I'm probably too young to have a perfect vision of it, you know, and great understanding. But I think it's whenever something is too accessible. So, here I feel like the problem is that some people have money and that's why they go to college because they have money and that's enough. But then in Poland, anybody goes to college. Like, everybody can go, and then the degree loses its value. So, like, yeah, there are some universities, and then, like, whenever you go to a certain university, then it's a good degree, and, like, it doesn't matter that it's free, but you have to be top 15% of the class or something, right? Because only those people are going to get accepted. So I think that it motivates us to study in high school more, some of us, because depending on how well you do on that SAT, or whatever you want to call it, uh, it d- your future depends on it, you know? So, like, I would say that there are pros and, co- pros and cons of both. And paying a lot of money obviously filters some people out that are just not capable of paying for it. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe there's a little more value to it because it's not like in Poland, wherever you go, somebody has a degree. And here, if you have a degree, like... You're, I don't want to say minority, but it's not that everyone has it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it depends. I guess it depends on your... I, I feel like more and more people just go. Like, that's the thing. Um, because you can go. You just have to pay for it. You get out with a lot of debt, which I don't really... I don't really like that part of it. I think there should be more, like, working grant, Like, find your grants, work, pay some of that stuff. You know, maybe live a little bit lower than your means and not party so much. You know, that, like I, I've seen my, I never went to college. So I just started working our family business. Um, I really had dreams of being a professional rollerblader. And that's what I was going to do for the rest of my life. Uh, I was good at it. 
and I had friends that were doing it, and I was doing it like on a lower level, you know, uh-huh. and starting to work my way up, and just uh, I that was my focus. That was all I cared about. So we owned a food service. I went into that, you know. But I've seen my friends go into college, and I've seen I've had some that like go for a purpose. Man, they like work their tail off, and then um, and they become successful. Like the whole thing falls into place. Then some just go and don't know what they want to do, and then they accumulate, you know, a hundred thousand dollars in student debt, and they don't go into anything that that degree was for, and they're not making a ton of money. So it's it's I see the pros and cons of it. Of like, I think you need one. I think you need to go. Like I'm, like we were just talking last night, me and Kim, about our kids going to college. Like it's a must, but. Um, at the same time, I don't think they need to have this crazy debt if they're not going into something specific. So if they don't know what they're going to do yeah. with that college. Yeah. But you know, like I didn't know what I'm going to do. I still don't. So I'm three, almost three years out of college and I still have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. So like I got my first job and like whenever I was getting out of college, I had no idea what I want to do. And my first job just showed me what I don't want to do. <laughs> so I've had that's, a, that's the way you find out though really yeah that's one of the ways you know yeah. it pays the bills but you're an electrical engineer what did you go to school for yeah electrical engineering so technically I can do everything and nothing at the same time yeah so you went for a specific thing you got it and you're doing that specific thing I mean everybody said that they are missing engineers I've been always good at math and science so I was like any kind of engineering will do and if I don't know what I want to do, then electrical sounds like a perfect choice because they need electricity everywhere. So like that was my train of thought. I was like, if I'm doing something, I'm going to do something that is going to allow me to do anything later. Oh, I like if it. that makes sense. Yeah, it's your safety net. Yeah, and like you think of petroleum engineers, which you work for some stuff like that, right? Yeah. So like for, I don't remember the numbers, so I'm going to just make them up. But like basically they told us that for one petroleum engineer, you need few electrical engineers, even on the oil rig so like being electrical engineer you're involved everywhere any manufacturing any computer stuff you know like you can do literally anything so starting from coding to generating power so huh and maybe i'm did you know that when you came from poland that you were gonna do that honestly not really not really then i was in college and i was thinking what am i doing but i started looking into it and realized that basically at least engineering degree and a lot of people say that and I didn't believe it and I'm still a little ways away to learn 100% of it but like basically engineering is a way of thinking not a specific major so if you're going that's just my opinion at least that if you go for a doctor degree you want to be a medicine doctor or physical therapist or teacher you're kind of going but teacher maybe not an ideal example but like you go there and you're doing specific stuff or like vet you're actually learning kind of your trade, if if you want to say that. And for electrical engineering, I did everything and nothing. So like they gave us basics on everything, but at the same time they didn't teach us anything specific. So if you want to like proceed with anything, applying for jobs and like they asked me for experience, I don't have any experience in anything. Like you know, like I haven't really done much. But okay, you've also left your mom and dad and gone to a different company country to live and go to school. I didn't leave them. <laughs> no, I mean, no, what I'm saying is like your parents are still in Poland, right? 
Yeah, all, most of my family is still in Poland. So think about somebody in the United States. They're like, man, where am I going to go to school? How far away am I from mom and dad? You know, that comfort, like the comfort of having your parents right there, you went, like you don't have a choice. Like you said, you can talk to them on the phone and you have that, but they're still, they're still there. Like you can't just run down the road or take three or four hour trip or a plane, like easy little plane ride to them on the weekend. And I might be wrong, but I think that it actually helps. So I was talking to a friend of mine, a best friend of mine from since I, I know I have known him since we were born. Like we've known each other all our lives and we spent we went to elementary school, middle school, like always together and we would hang out after classes and all that. And I feel like now I appreciate my parents way more than anybody else. Not anybody, but a lot of my friends in Poland. Mm-hmm. Because whenever you have something you start taking it for granted. And now every time I get a chance to go, I'm excited to go. And like whenever I'm saving money or saving vacation, I have it in my mind somewhere on the back of my head that, hey, I can go to Poland, you know, I can do this or that. Or like my dad came not too long ago and I was able to bring him here to Texas for a few days. And it was awesome, you know, like we went for a little trip, you know, we did like a little drive around US, let's say. Uh, And then afterwards, afterwards, I was like, I'm finally at the stage where I can host him here. It's not going to be ideal, but I couldn't host both both of them. But I knew that my dad would like it. So I was like, hey, I'm going to bring in, bring him here and just show him my school. And I feel like that makes you more excited to see them yeah. and appreciate it more. And I call my parents probably way more often than most of the people call oh, theirs. Probably more than me. I sure. call them every other day, if not, <laughs> if not every day. That's awesome. And like I drive, and it's partially being bored. Like when you drive somewhere, like some people listen to podcasts, I call my dad and uh, he drives with me, you know? So like every day I drive to work, I'll give him a call. <laughs> and if he can't answer, then my mom answers or my brother or my other brother. And then whenever I go to Poland, since I don't have friends there anymore, really, like I want to meet up with my high school friends because those are the only people that I still remember or like, and I'm curious what's happening in their lives. And I feel like people that are still there, they moved on with life and they're like, oh, I don't care for my high school friends. So, yeah, it's different. And like you leave stuff behind, but at the same time, you make new friends and then you appreciate your old relationships differently. But I think the difficulty of one language barrier to you leave your parents who your you know, your comfort, your girlfriend. I mean, everything you leave that to come over here to go to school and figure it out while you're here. There is experience in like managing life, and you did it with what you said. You only had like twenty thousand dollars in in student debt. I mean, that's like that's crazy. And possibly the reason for that is that I couldn't really. It was not very easy to get a loan. <laughs> so, like for a foreign person to get a loan in U.S., it's not as simple as you as you'd think. Which makes sense after all, because like they don't know if I'm gonna stay here or how would they chase me back in Poland, you know? Like I can just split and go and there's no one to fall onto. Yeah. So it was not really easy to get a loan in the first place. But I would say that you have to grow up a little quicker and learn a bunch of things much quicker. And but just to put it in perspective, my mom spoiled me. I haven't done <laughs> laundry until I got to US. Oh um, no. Once in my life. So until I was 18, I haven't done laundry. I haven't cooked more than five dinners. And it was just whenever I was cooking with my girlfriend at the time, you know? Yeah. And like, other than that, I don't think I've ever done any any cooking. You know, scrambled eggs don't count. But like, 
I still cooking of some kind. But like, I don't want to <laughs> say that I was totally dependent. But at the same time, like my parents did most of the stuff for me or helped me with it. So it's not that they just threw me out there right away, not right away, like throughout my life and prepared me for it. They did in some ways, but like, I, th- I think that if you want to, you can do anything. Yeah. So like, did you find that transition hard? Oh, my first laundry was hilarious. So like, <laughs> I called my mom, obviously asked her how to do it. It was in the dorms. And then as I was in those dorms, I had that friend, her name was Adriana. And I'm like, Hey, how do you do the laundry? Like which ones are, so my mom always splits darks and colorful clothes, right? And I had no idea. I'm like, is that considered color or is that considered white? Should I put it with white shirts or not? And like, she came and helped me, you know, she, she was there and she helped me. So, you know, slowly but surely I learned. I have an iron in a shirt. That sounds embarrassing. I'm terrible. I've tried so many times so bad at ironing. And see, and like my parents would do it for me because it was quicker and they didn't want me to destroy a shirt, you know. And I got here. And I remember the first time I was ironing the shirt, the person I borrowed the iron from, when she saw how great I'm doing ironing, she just gave up and did it for me. And yeah, so like, it's not that you have to be super independent to come and leave the parents. You can still manage, you know. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I get that. That's your mindset because you did it. You know, when you said you don't have experience, I was merely pointing out like you have more experience than a lot of other people in a lot of different areas because to figure out how to survive in a different place is a pretty tough thing to do. To figure out how to survive in a different state in America is a different thing to do. You know, the different cultures and everything just going from different place to different place. It's a different area. You don't know. You know, if I went and wanted to live in Utah, like we love Utah, so I'm going to go live there, right? I don't have any friends. I don't have any family. I know nobody. It's a different culture. People have a different way of living. The winters are different. The weather is, you know, I'm not prepared for anything. I've got to just figure it out. Yeah, and just go there and figure it out, and everything falls in place. And after all, nowadays, if you have a credit card and a phone, that's all you need. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, you're not going to be hungry if you have a credit card and some money on it and then if you have a phone you can call for an apartment this or that or call an uber and so like you know if you have those basic things which i didn't have at first so like not having a credit card was pretty interesting yeah because you have to you have to bring in income to have those things yeah and you said driving i didn't have a car for the longest time yeah so like just actually there was a group of polish students that came over and they came for a hyperloop competition I don't know a if Hyperloop competition. No, I don't know what that is. It was basically like a they were designing a like a tunnel that is going to be able to transport people between two places really quick. And so like scientific competition, let's say. And those are people applying from is all it around the world. Is that deal that Elon Musk is yep. trying to do in, in uh, yep, California? Yep. Yeah, that's exactly okay. the one. Okay. So like basically what they did, they had a competition online. And a bunch of students applied and submitted their proposals and like their theory behind it or like whatever their design was. And obviously there was some something that they had provided. I don't know exactly what it was, but long story short, that group from Poland proposed their design and they won like certain region or whatever they were chosen to come. So they raised the money and they came here, but they landed in Houston and they didn't have a bus organized. They're like, oh, we're going to get there. And, and there were like 10 of them, I want to say. 
and they had no idea because like in Europe you can go anywhere just catch a train or a bus and it, it's gonna be there you know oh, man. and Texas is not that way oh yeah they got into the airport and they had no way to get there like and they started calling and then can't really call because you cannot call with the Polish phone as easily you know so like it was a hassle for them it was a big time struggle and they had no idea so uh, luckily I didn't have to go through that because I had a call I lived in dorms for a while so that was easier but yeah you're right that it is a shock but I feel like maybe now I just don't realize it anymore that I just that I had to figure out some things out yeah and catch this bus or that bus that is not as obvious here hey but I made it I made it I'm here you know were you excited to come to the US like was there an excitement in your thing or were you super nervous or I honestly didn't know what to think because leaving the, all the friends behind and I wasn't really scared of the language because I knew that I'm gonna learn it and that's just another thing that's not a big deal and I had good enough English to understand most of the things that I think and that lifestyle I was a little I don't want to say that I was afraid I was like neutral because like I didn't know if I should be excited or not because I don't know what I left back home and I don't know how college would look like there I mean I kind of know what people said but I've never experienced that so even right now sometimes I'm like it would be nice to experience college in Poland and see how their life goes, you know? Because it's definitely quite different than it is here. So, like, I, I don't want to say I was excited or unhappy. Like, it was neutral. I was neutral because it was both. Like, one, actually, one of my international student advisors told us, and I love that, and it's so true, that being international student, especially the one who stays here for a while, it's like a sinusoidal form, sinusoidal wave. So, you know, and, like, sinusoidal on purpose because you start low you have no friends you don't know anything you're in a different country not safe environment but then you start making friends you start getting better with the language you start getting familiar with the pl everything around you and you start being happy and then you start enjoying yourself and being able to enjoy what's around you and appreciate being in a different country and then you get to the peak and you think that it's so great but then you realize that all your friends are back home your family is not here this and that and then you start going low and then you hit a rock bottom and then you just climb back up so and then eventually it stops going up and down you know but like I really like that because it's very true like at first and some people get there and are super excited right away and they're not sad that they don't know much yeah. so it depends on a person but every I feel like I don't say everyone because you cannot generalize stereotype but I would say most of the college students or international students go through that it's like wave you have all those transitions and eventually you get where you want to be you know and yeah. And a bunch of people complain and they're like, oh, it's so terrible because of this or that. Like, I pay for college more. But I always say that nobody forces me to be here. And it's a privilege, you know. I applied, I got accepted, I made all made it through all the paperwork and stuff. Yeah. And people complain about the visa situation and all that political stuff or whatever. And I'm, my approach to that is, it doesn't matter. If I want to, I can go to Poland tomorrow and nobody will force me to stay here, you know. So, like, if I don't like something, I don't have to be here. So, just suck it up and do whatever whatever you need to. And if it doesn't work for you, then go somewhere else or go back home. And it's okay, you know? So, yeah. No, I love that attitude. It really is the way you need to be. Like, okay, this is the way it is. If I don't like it, I can go do something else. Like, you know what I mean? Um, what I'm interested to know what your like what drew you to america then you've got this girlfriend that you've had a sweetheart you know that's so why did you pick america university the unknown 
over the known and marrying that girl. So basically, I ask myself a question: Am I? Could I get married tomorrow or yesterday? And the answer was, I'm too young, and no, I'm not ready for that yet. And I was like, if I can't do it right now, who said that I can? I'm gonna be able to do it in five years. So instead of going into that unknown, and my parents told me, and I didn't understand it, and now I kind of do, that at this age, especially when you're young, you need to open a bunch of doors, and you can always close them behind you if you don't like one of the doors or one of the ways. And so it's easy to close them, but not that easy to open them. So they told me, hey. Man, I love that. You're going to open all the doors now, and if you don't like it, hey, you can come back after a year. And nobody forces you to stay there again. So you can come back, and that college is still Polish college is still gonna be here. We're still gonna help you go through college, and like you know, if you decide you don't like it, you can come even in two months. You know. Yeah. And I'm one of those people. I'm super stubborn, and I went, and I'm like, I'm not stopping halfway, or I'm not giving up, because that's not not me. Whenever I start something, I want to finish, and I want to get it done. But, and they were right. Like, you you always have an opportunity to close the door behind you but you don't always have an opportunity to open a new one do you think moving here has opened your eyes to like since i know travel just even in the united states and then into mexico like i have way down in their missionary trips and whatever um seeing the different areas and experience different cultures being around different like the actual people that live there not touristy stuff but being and seeing how they live opened my eyes to like oh man it's not like this it's not always the stereotypes and there's so many neat things it, it's the best education i have found for anything and you said there's the world's open to you so is that like coming over here and seeing that did that spark your in like a more of an interest to see more of the world or have you always been like that i think that so my parents haven't traveled themselves much yeah and apparently they're great people but they always invested everything they had both time and money in order to let us explore the world and there are four of us so i'm sure it's expensive and yeah so like they would always send me so my dad is 60 years old Mm -hmm. and he went to the mountains for the first time in poland that are like five hours away from our home for the first time last year or two years ago so very recently 60 year old guy you know and here i am yep and here i am 20 year old guy uh, that was supported all throughout and was sent all over the place and like I don't want to say I traveled a lot but every opportunity there was that was sounded reasonable my parents would always just make sure to send us out and I think that coming here and honestly especially being around Americans made me realize how much travels help because you realize so I had multiple people tell me that they're happy that they became friends with me because they realized that sometimes, for instance, one of them, uh, she said that I was, at first she thought I'm rude, or I'm, <laughs> what? that I'm too straight to the point. No way. That I'm too blunt. Blunt is the word, the word that I hear a lot. And I don't understand it, because... I don't understand that either, to be uh, honest with you. Apparently, I don't sugarcoat too much, and I just kind of speak my mind. I try to be nice, but if I like you, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I like this or that. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, and like... Basically, she told me later on that at first she thought that I'm just somewhat rude. But after she got to know me better, she realized that I just care for her, that I'm a good friend. And that 
just we don't sugarcoat Dude, abroad. that person has not had somebody be honest to them very often then. But she loved, I loved it because she, she was being honest with me. She told me straight up. Yeah. I'm like, I appreciate it. And she's like, and in the past I was getting hurt. And now I appreciate when you say some stuff. And then she's like, I came across some other foreign people. And I realized that it's just us, that we are being treated very politely and like, you know, stepping yeah. on your toes around you. So like, there's no way to go about things, man. I love like, I love the honest feedback. If yeah. you get offended at an honest feedback, then you're just masking like you're insecure about something. You know what I mean? Like if somebody tells me, "Hey, you're not good at that," I'm like, okay, am I not good at it? Yes, I'm not good at it. They're right. How do I fix that? Like, I want to fix it. I don't want to. Don't sugarcoat around it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't if pretend I, that you're. If you do that, I'm going to have the same faults. If I, uh, I'm going to have the same faults. That's why I said, like, I'm not saying that as a knock to her. I'm saying she doesn't have a lot of friends in, like, true friends that will be honest. Like, a true friend will be honest with you. Like, and say... Or at least you would hope so. But yeah. I think that she also meant that true friend would say it more politely. Oh, okay. Like just still delivery. say the same thing, but just, yeah, yeah, get to it differently. Your delivery on it is just like... That's You're not very good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've never, See, that's what I like. never told her that, but you know, just yeah. you're not very good. And, but like, even right now, my girlfriend is abroad and I feel like it opens your eyes a lot whenever you go see different cultures and you start understanding different things. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I definitely think that traveling is just one of the best things ever. And you're right. When you go to the touristy place, it's different. But then when you live there, yeah, it's uncomparable. And like, just so she gets to hang out with the family out there. And just hearing the experiences that she has with the family and how people behave, it's really awesome to hear that because it, it reminds me, even though it's not Poland, it reminds me of like the things that I would do and they're normal to me. And even some of her behaviors, like for me, they're not typical. Right. What she does while out there, I don't really understand. I mean, I understand it, but at the same time, now, now I understand and I know where it comes from. But if she just came and I met her there, I would say that she's weird because, <laughs> you know, like we're just different so like yeah growing up and being exposed to different things is is definitely very cool and yes exposed to different and that's one thing i've wanted um my kids you know our kids are we're trying to provide all of those things with all different trips like the different cultures like see the the way other people live see the other areas see what's around them you know like the like you said the world's wide open and I want them to know it's wide open to them too. Like there's all these different places and not necessarily all of them are bad like the way people would say. You know, even in America, like even in Texas, I've said this before, like people have heard on the podcast before, my, you know, growing up, everybody in Texas is like, uh, you know, those darn Yankees, like you know, that, all those all those Eastern liberal people, they're a bunch of wackadoos and they're not nice and, you know, pulley, man, you go up there, they're the coolest people. Like it, you, you find... That that's not correct, and then they and when people from up there they used to come down. I used to be in a touristy spot on South Padre Island, and they would come in all the time. Like some guys from Chicago came in, they were like, "Dude, I really thought that everybody's gonna have cowboy hats and guns on their hips." You know, like that's really what they think happens. Like, oh, we have the guns on our hips, but you just don't know if we do or not. Like that's the surprise of it. You know, take your chance. But I mean, it's. It, it's not what you if you stay in that one little spot the whole time you think the world is that bubble 
And how can you say that you love Texas if you've never gone out of Texas? That's my point right there. I have a friend. I took. We went for a trip to California, and actually there were four of us that went, and three of us loved it, and we would not say no to living there. We're not saying that it's the best place ever, but like, yeah, we've never lived there, but we would give it a shot. And him, he was like, "It's nice. It's nice for vacation, but I want to go back to Texas. I like it in Texas." And I respect that because he tried, you know, like he goes out there, he tries, he travels. And if he ends up in Texas, I'm totally fine with that because he likes Texas, but he can't say that uh, or nobody can tell him that he's never tried because he's tried. He's been somewhere else and he's actually planning on moving somewhere else to live there. And if he ends up in Texas, good for him. That means that Texas is great and Texas is for him, you know. Yeah. But he gave it a shot and gave it a try. So... So I agree with you 100%. But those cowboy hats, I was shocked that they do wear them. Oh, oh yeah. There's a lot of people that do wear cowboy hats. Yeah, I was at first when I got here, I thought that it's going to be one of those stereotypes that people just, you know, of Texas, they're going to wear cowboy hats and boots and all that. And I got here and I'm like, they actually do. Oh, the boots is for real, man. Yeah, everybody now the boots does. Is, the boots is a definite, I mean, that gets pricey and people go like crazy with their boots. I am not a boot guy. I've never been on flip-flop, skate shoes, <laughs> no shoes. Like, that's me. Like, that's just who I am. I tried the boots when I moved up here. I tried to fit in. So I was like, uh, everybody around me on my new job has, they got boots, you know. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm like, man, this slicks. So I'm like sliding across the floor. And I'm like, dude, i got to just be me. Like, i got to be who I am. I can, I can just be kind of the unique weirdo guy in this situation that I'm in. And then... That's what people... Like, I'm more natural and flowing when I'm doing what I do. Oh, you should have seen me at Harry's, the country dancing place. <laughs> yes. I mean, apart from everything else, just me, my outfit, me wearing a t-shirt and Converse shoes, mm-hmm. I felt pretty silly. And yeah, because they're they're dolled up there, man. Yep. They're all dressed up in their nice nice suits. If- starch, the starch jeans and shirts <laughs> and cowboy hats and boots and yeah yeah you name it it's there and yeah. i was wearing my converse and if i was in five percent people that were wearing different shoes than boots that's probably an overestimate <laughs> so yeah. hey but it was fun it was fun i went and i i've been here for what five years now and i still don't have boots or head or heads any head i guess i mean so, if it's not you it's not you yeah it's not you me. you know what i mean yeah, yeah that's that's what like i don't i love it like i like I used to live on some acres and have some animals and, you know, I took care of them just the same way they do. But, you know, that, that life of that hardworking life and, you know, the guys wearing cowboy hats to shade themselves from the sun and the boots. And I mean, I totally respect and love it because it's like the backbone of everything all over the world. Like even in Poland, you've got to have people that do agriculture and farming and, oh yeah, I've uh, you know, work the land and stuff. It's the same thing. You know, that's kind of like the staple look what they do that's like that's like their little trademark you know and i would partially disagree though because like in poland when you go to like look at people working physically and i don't know building construction workers here you wear jeans and long sleeve shirt typically and it make totally makes sense because it protects you from anything that is around you really or all those little dangers while in poland when it's hot they take off the shirt they take off they're wearing shorts and I, the other day I was reading about like some people complaining because their boss didn't let them wear shorts. So it was like, you know, 90 degrees outside and they were upset because they cannot wear shorts. Yeah. And they're construction workers. So like now after being here, I'm like, 
that's silly like that's for their safety you know like that's actually helpful and i did a little construction here not a big one but like we had to use power tools and i understand that it's smart to wear jeans yes. like that's what yeah that's why they wear those not because they love being hot no yeah i don't just, like wearing the jeans in the hot but if you've ever yeah. been hit by the things that you're like running through you're walking through like a high wooded area or something uh, whatever it is like yeah it protects you i yeah. mean it really does like i don't like wearing i sweat crazy and i love cold weather so when it gets hot here and i've got to wear a long sleeve shirt all the time I'm like this is sucks oh. but i don't want to wear a short sleeve shirt because i don't i want to be protected from you know yeah so even though it's a on. trademark not everybody understands that no i'm yeah. I was, when i said that i said that as in here like the in cowboy Texas. hat and the boots are a trademark of agriculture and the rural people out here here gotcha. in america like poland probably has their same little trademark of the people who work the land there yeah um, the like, older clothes the better yeah yeah so, <laughs> that's a trademark but you can tell who they are right yeah for the most part yeah yeah it's the same sort of thing that that's where i get the respect of that person is being who they are true yeah you know like you're being who you are when you go and you wear converse and those people are nice to you you know, they're, most people aren't going to be rude to you just because you have the... You're different, they're going to laugh a little, you oh, know? Oh, yeah, they're interested. I say hi, and they say, where are you from? So yeah. everybody wants to find out a little more. So at some point, I was tired, and, like, actually, I was making up... Oh, when I went to Poland, I was making up different stories. So <laughs> I, I got so tired of telling them what I'm doing because everybody asked. At some point, I started just telling my friends stories, and every day, whoever asked me, I was a different person. And it was actually pretty fun. So, like, ba- you know, like, you get asked the same questions over yeah. and over again. And at some point, it just gets boring. Whenever you start meeting new people, you know, and like, oh, where are you from? Okay, this, that, and then you answer all the same stuff. Yeah. And at some point, basically, I could, like, talk to you for five minutes and say exactly the same things that I always say. And then at some point, when I went to Poland, everybody asked me about my college, that I'm what I'm doing, and people that didn't know that I'm in the U.S., sometimes they looked down on me as if I was a stuck-up person that, you know, oh, he went to school in the U.S. So oh. also that was to hide that and not get that response when I didn't want to deal with that, you know? Really? Yep. I would just tell them, yeah, I was so I was people, a welder. I was everything. So do people in Poland look, look at Americans like they're just, like, the arrogant American way? I would say that Polish people have... There are two extremes. I don't think there's much in between. So it's either... And I would say probably most of them are in love... In, with america and like it's you know americans are like gods and everything that is in america is better but then there are a bunch as i said it's a minority but there are a bunch that are like america is terrible they're a bunch of stuck up people and you know this and that yeah so like i would say and like literally i don't know anybody that would be in between like the mixture of both either people just love it to death really and they want to turn americans and like speak more english in their words so like for me going to Poland actually it frustrates me because now I appreciate Polish since I'm not there but bunch of even my little brother I'm they like, want to talk they want to talk um, like English they throw English words and it becomes Ponglish and I'm like that's <laughs> wait, not wait. a thing Ponglish? yeah that's not a thing <laughs> Like, you know, you have Spanglish and you have this and that. I'm like, no, you have Polish and you speak Polish. But oh, That's awesome. I have no, That's so funny. Like, you can, you know, you have like Tex-Mex. Yep. You know yeah. where they throw words in there? That sounds normal to me. I do not Ponglish. know what. what. <laughs> I mean, it's Polish and English. Ponglish. <laughs> that's super funny. 
Oh, that's awesome that they do that. But you hear a lot of English words, and like everybody understands it. But like, I there is a, and there are some words obviously that you can do not have a translation. But it's like I don't know radio and stuff. Like you're not gonna come up no, with no, a new that's way. No, that's what I talk about. Like old Hebrew text in the Bible, and you know the translation of it. You know when uh, Martin Luther translated it and all that good stuff. Is that there is a disconnect between what we understand and the way it's written because there are words in every different language that do not translate at all zero so what do you do with those words and those meanings where do they go like that's that's one of like i know you're you're saying like trying to learn different languages is difficult and you're here and there's some things that don't have the same meanings but it and figuring that part out so them learning english and they're like I've got this word for a thing, but I don't know. It, I don't it has no meaning. There is no word for it. There's no word for it in that language. Yeah, there's no thing in that case. Yeah, kind of crazy, huh? And it's a lot. Yeah, I was a resident assistant in the dorms, and we don't have that. And like, so how do I explain the resident assistant to the people in Poland? Yeah, yeah. It's the guy that yeah, does I, this. I, I was a person taking care of the students, but like. Then you just go and oh, what do you do? And then you know you talk you about just everything took care else. Of students. Yeah, that's Wait. it. <laughs> it's it's not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> no, I'm saying like to them. I, it's like, I know. Yeah, huh. it was fun. It was fun. Huh. It was a good experience. So, I guess would you would you suggest like let's say you had kids down the line, would you suggest them? And let's say you're living in America, would you suggest them go to school somewhere else? Abroad, yeah, just anywhere. Like if they got in Scotland or like where you name it, like just name a country where they can go study and and that's where they're gonna go. The same the same situation that you would be in. I would love for them not to be limited by going to the same state, because the obviously in-state tuition makes sense. So like then you're limited by that. But I hope that I'm not gonna. So my dad honestly pushed me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was a risk for him. It was either I'm going to love him for the rest of my life because he helped me and pushed me to a better future, I guess. Or I'm going to hate him because he pushed quite a bit to help me make the decision. And he took the risk and he knew that it's going to be go one way or the other. And he thought that he knows me. So I don't have a kid, the kids yet. So I've as of right now, I might be smart and think that I'm going to do it. But I, I would hope that I'm going to let them do whatever they want. But I also think that me being Polish and me wanting to go to Poland exposes the kids more just automatically because they see me, they see me that I speak different and I know that they're going to have to translate some stuff for me eventually because they're going to be native speakers, which I will never be. And there are going to be words that they know and I I just don't. And like sometimes I have to have people pronounce things for me because it just, I cannot do it. So like I just spell something, you know. So like I know that basically they, but, but at the same time I'm gonna speak Polish to them. I hope until I get too tired of it. But at least at first, and then it would be nice for them if I ever get to have a kid, uh, for them to meet the grandparents, to go see where I'm from and all that because it's exciting. It's exciting to see yeah. them where I grew up, and I think that that would be enough to just expose them and be more open to everything than people who are just kind of stuck in one place. So I think that whether I want it or not, or whether I plan it or not, it's just going to happen automatically that they're going to be exposed and they're going to want to do stuff. And I work to go on vacation. 
so I really hope that I'm gonna take I don't work to I guess to pay rent and all that too but I don't go to work to save money to have a great car I go there to take vacation and go somewhere cool that's where I make money and so then I'm assuming that I'm gonna take them to cool places and they're gonna be exposed and after you're exposed if you like it you like it if you don't you don't so so but and not not like you're forcing them I'm if you, your, I would recommend from, from your like from all your experiences what you've experienced going to a different place and experiencing a different country and that thing if you, it obviously you kind of answered it but and I'm not saying push them towards it but would you if they said hey I've got this thing and I want to go I want to go to this country and do this dad hey go do it yeah and if I they mean, told you if, think all those like experiences of you going coming here will like flood back in and you'll just be like yes do that because it's wonderful but you know it all has pros and cons yeah and i had to start over start making friends over and yeah typically when you go to college you lose not lose but like you make new friends and whatnot but i had to learn the culture so that was different for everyone here and for me to do and become more american mm-hmm. and do what people do here so it was it was great. I chose to be here, but I would say that it's not for everyone. And I don't want to say that I was a perfect person for it either, because like I'm open and I'm talkative and all that. But at the same time, sometimes it's not, some people just go out there, explore, meet new people, and just make a bunch of friends. And when I got here, it was a little shock to me, and it was a little overwhelming. And then not speaking English and all that. So I would say that it depends on the person you are. And then, so that's one thing. And two, you cannot force anyone to do anything. And I would say that it was great for me. But would I say that I would be worse if I stayed in Poland? I don't know that. I went, actually I went in October and I was really pleased to meet with a few of my friends that are, I don't want to say super successful, but they're like having good jobs and like they, they're making their careers right now and they're thinking about buying houses. And I'm actually a little behind, you know, on that end. So like my best friend, he, I don't know, he doesn't have a wife, but like a bunch of them are getting married, you know? And like, I would say that everything in my life got pushed back a little bit because I had to redo some stuff and learn yeah. and like my stuff was going slower, you know? And it, because of that, I don't want to say that either of us won, you know? So I would say I would both solutions. Yeah. Some people like that, like that settle down, you know, that, hey, I like the comfort of these things. I don't I like I enjoy this. I do not want to have the nerve-wracking experience of making new friends. I don't want the nerve-wracking. I want the wife and the house and just like my quaint little thing and I want the certainty of this and work for my career and you know that that's what they wanted and they went after it and got it like you know and then there's others that their soul's not filled unless they go out and do something like you're kind of a miserable human being if you stay in that little place where they would be miserable going to a different place and you know it everybody's like you said everybody's different and they're suited for different things but see i think that it's because of my parents because if they didn't tell me about opening a door i wanted to but i was hesitant Uh but then when they told me i realized that they're totally right and I wasn't one of those people that like needs to go and cannot sit in one place for too long. Like I wanted to explore, but I was totally fine where I was, you know? So it's not that I wanted to get out of there no matter what cost it is, you know? So yeah. like, I was like, if I go, I go. If I don't go, fine, I'm gonna be there and I'm still gonna make best out of it, you know? So I would say that I was not a perfect person, but for leaving, 
but at the same time I knew that I can make it work and I'm stubborn and like I'm gonna like it so I would say that it all depends on the person and like I'm not gonna force anything upon anyone yeah other than just going and trying something okay so I will force <laughs> <laughs> but but not to go to college but you know like just go out there and try something else yeah. because I cannot I probably would not be able to stand someone telling me hey we live in Houston, I'm going to go to Houston, live with the parents, you know, or you pay for my apartment and I'm going to live in Houston and go to college in Houston. That probably would not fly with me. Yeah. <laughs> at least a few hours away, at least a few hours away so you can be on your own, you know. Yeah. And so you you would encourage that part where like, you know, go, be on your own, independent. Independent, but dependent at the same time. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, not so f- like, like my daughter going to school. Let's say she wants to go to wherever, New York, go to school. It's still here. We can still get to her. She can still get to us. Exactly. It's easy. You know, as far it's a long ways, but it, it can happen. And if something tragic were to happen, she could always come back home. How about UK? Would you let her go to UK or, I don't know, Denmark, Poland? I would. How about Japan? Just to make it a little further. I, I, here's, here, and I've told her this before. And this is the way I look at it. I raise her to be a strong, independent, good human. And I want her to do, like, follow her dream or the things that she loves to do. So if if that leads her to Japan and she or wherever, and that's where she wants to go study because that's where it needs to happen to further whatever dream or situation that she has, go do it. Like, I'm going to tell you of the risk involved, like, here's the cost of what you're doing. Like, let's look at the pros and cons so that we're not blindsided by, oh, now I have all this debt from going here or, oh, that doesn't work out or I need X amount of money. You know, you don't want to get stuck. You want to know, like, what you're, you know, it's like managing something dangerous safely. You know, so, like, I would do that, but then I would also, I would be proud of any of our kids that went out and experienced something and did it. Like, I'm not pushing them to do it. They want to stay here? Stay here. That's fine. That's you. But at the same time, if you want to, don't let other things hold you back that are silly. Like, if that's what you want to go do, take advantage of it and do it. And what if they just wanted to go abroad just to go and, like, just put a finger in the map, you know what, I'm going to go here? Work and save your money and go do it. I mean, I'm not going to fund it, but (laughs) I am going to encourage it. And, And I think there is something to say... Because I had to do it, and I think there's something to say for earning it. When you have to work and you have to earn it and you pay for that trip, that's a whole lot different than if somebody just gives you money and you just go and trash hotel rooms and you do whatever over there, you know? Like, when you have, for instance, us going to Hawaii, we worked, we earned it, and we went. And there's something rewarding about both of those things, like Hawaii's awesome, but then we also earned that trip. It's like buying the house, any anything that you do. If somebody gave it to you, you respect it a little less. You know what? Honestly, I'm spending my money way easier than I was spending my parents' money. Yeah, but it's yours because I made it. And it, but typically, it's the opposite, and that's why my my parents didn't mind giving me money because they knew that it's super difficult for me to spend any of it because to I didn't make money? it. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't make it, I knew how hard they had to work for it. 
and they were always full support and like at some point they told me hey go get a car it seems like it's miserable to bike there everywhere in texas 100 degree heat <laughs> and you're on your bike for 40 minutes <clears throat> by the time you get somewhere it rains it's cold hot you know you name it it's here and i'm like yeah but look at your car you can't afford it and they're like we'll make it and but they knew that i'm not gonna just go and waste their money on silly stuff yeah but that that's and that's the point like you you have the same thing you have respect for the what they did to make it yeah but they but at the same time they would give me anything i asked for that is a parent i can tell you right now like a parent will give anything like i know you don't have kids and that is one thing i know that it changes it doesn't matter what your beliefs are in your head you know my sister-in-law like had this they had this guideline of the way it's going to be and then all of a sudden kids come out and they're like boom that thing blows up you know and it it sort of stays but when it's just like going to a different country it's like that your perception in your mind before you actually live in that is a different story altogether until you actually take that leap and you're in it oh yeah so i mean they do it in different ways my money and this and that and it is hard for like me to go hey you you need to go make that money but i know if i don't do that then she's not learning that lesson or he's not learning that lesson of earning it, what it takes. And I'm doing them a disservice in life because then how you pay your bills, you know? Like, hey, learn how to do laundry so that when you go, you know how to do laundry. You know, it's, and I'm not, I'm using laundry as an example. Some things you got to figure out, but you know, in your story. But um, that's what I'm trying to do with the big, the big things. The big things they need to know what to expect in the world. And then, have at it. It's your playground. Yeah, I feel like it's all easy to say and think that, as you said. And then the life life happens and verifies everything. That's why I never say <laughs> what I want to do, where I want to be, and this and that. Because if somebody asked me five years ago if I'm going to be in College Station, Texas, after I was in Arizona where it was super hot and it was like 120 over the summer... Like, I didn't believe that it can be that hot. And I was there. And I'm like, wherever I go after I'm done with community college, I'm going where it's normal weather. Four seasons. So came to College Station. And then A&M had a cool logo, put a thing, <laughs> finger on the map, you know. <laughs> I actually, I don't know if I told you, but I, I applied to Alaska. Yeah, yeah. We did have that conversation. Yeah, yeah. but I didn't want to buy winter clothes. So I figured I can stay in Texas. I got accepted both. And Texas looked more fun than the other school that I got accepted to. So I was like, why not? That's a cool logo. I'm going to go here. And if somebody asked me if I would stay here so long, all throughout college, I was saying, as soon as I graduate, I'm leaving. Like the day of graduation, I'm like going somewhere else. But then I got a job here. And what choice did I have? If I got 100 jobs, maybe I would choose one, you know. But I didn't get that many. So I just took whatever there was, you know, took the best one. And it happened to be here. So now you got experience. Yeah. I mean, that's the way life works, man. You're making experience and you're now you have a job. You were working it. You're doing it just like, you know, coming over here. I I think your mindset's crazy about it. And like, um, I don't want to say different than most, but it's more adaptable to figuring those things out and moving along towards where you want to go and your your open mindset if something pops up you're going to be ready for it oh that's definitely i think that that's the biggest thing about going abroad it shows you that it's doable and whenever you go somewhere else and like somewhere totally exotic 
per se. US is, I want to say, it's similar to Europe, but at the same time, it's super different. But it's not like, you know, total opposites. But anyways, I think that that's exactly right. That like the biggest lesson that you learn is that it's not impossible. And after all, it's not really that hard. And people think that that's hard. And I'm like looking at them like crazy because it wasn't that bad. Like it was just another transition, you know. But maybe I just don't realize that because I did it and it doesn't sound too bad. And now I'm open to going anywhere. And if I get a job or my job sends me anywhere, I'll go there because like you can make it work anywhere. Yeah, so like, you, so, so like, but you have an idea and something pops up. Like, let's say somebody just hits you up and says, hey, I've got this job in, I don't know. What's, your, what's one of your favorite places so far? In U.S.? Yeah. I haven't been to so many. <laughs> really? Let's say Denver. Let's say Denver, okay, Colorado. Let's, let's say somebody just says, ma'am, I've got an electrical engineering job in Denver for you. Like, I'm hiring you. I'm gonna, you're going to make the same money comparatively here as you will there to come start out with us. You can go, okay. Yeah, because, but you know, that also changes whenever you have strings attached. So like, for instance, if somebody told you, your question would be, was, would be like, how about school for my kids? Is my wife going to have a job there? And then, you know, yes. you're well, not independent strings, anymore. The more strings you get, the more of that process it takes. I do know that because there have been certain things for me that have happened. And, you know, we've thought about them long and hard. Like, we really considered things. And it's like, is, the, is that place? But then again, I look at it as, was that place the right move? No. It ended up not being because it, it wasn't worth the hassle and i think that my train of thought is until i find a place where i'm like hey i love it here i want to stay here i'm not i'm gonna try not to settle anywhere too much because mm -hmm. it's really easy to get stuck and even me in college station like i kept saying that i don't like it here but the more i'm here the more used to i get and the more i start liking it's a it. nice play it actually like the people the area i'm like man I love mountains. I love the ocean. I'm a long ways away from both of those here. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'm a long ways away from all the things that I love. And yet something about this place is nice and homey. Like, it's a nice place to come back to. And see, and I never liked it here. Like, more than regular place or any other place. It yeah. was just another place. And Correct. I was saying that I'm going to get out of here. And now I start liking it. But at the same time... Until I find a place where I feel like, hey, that's where I want to be, I I am open to go anywhere, which probably a bunch of people are not, because like my family is far away, anyways, and but they haven't even been to the mountains and they're five hours away. Yeah, you know, I think that's part. Like my parents are the same way. My parents Just are the same home. exact way. They they like we didn't take very many vacations. They didn't see a lot of, but it's and right now when they go on vacation, they sit at their house. That's oh, what they like to do. Vacation. Yeah, they like to relax at their house, you know? And for the longest time, I was like, man, why are you not? The Grand Canyon's amazing. The mountains are awesome. Like, you, you're going to get free time and sit at home? Like, what are you doing? That's what they like to do. Like, I came to, I wanted to, t like, get my brothers together and send them to all these places. But that's not what they enjoy. Like, if they enjoy it, they can go. But they don't. That's not what they enjoy. This this thing, you know. That's what they like doing. Actually, I had a conversation with my dad not too long, like 
few months ago in May. Uh, and I was telling him like, hey, so you keep sending us, all of us, all of your children and like telling us to go travel, explore and like how, and you're truly proud of us that we get to see all those places and like you're happy for us. But here you are, you're just going to take off a few days off and you're just going to sit at home or I don't know, do nothing. And he was afraid to tell me at the time because that's exactly what he was doing. He already took off and he was going to sit at home for like two days, just running chores and doing nothing. And eventually he told me. But then like the day after, he organized a trip because I told him like, hey, you're getting old. Like go while you can, at least to say that you've seen it. Because like until you went there and you saw it, I don't want like how, how do you know that you don't like it, right? And he went and then the day, the last day of the trip, he organized the next year so they booked the, the whole it. place for the next year and oh he was gosh. so embarrassed like because he didn't say that because he's not he's man of few words but like he didn't tell me because i gave him hard time that i'm like dad those times are over like we're bigger already and we make our own decisions and like yeah you can help us but like what example are you if you tell us to go places go here and there and like not sit in one place and you do exactly that and yeah so he moved and maybe he's 60 but he's realized that you know that he didn't experience it before and he always had us going somewhere before he would go because we were his priority but i'm like we're not anymore i mean we are but in different ways so now go and enjoy yourself a little bit and i was super proud of him but you know like i just had to like get on his nerves yeah get on his pride and tell him that hey you cannot teach someone how to do something if you don't do it yourself you know how can you be an expert at something if you're not very good yourself? So he made it. Hey, I'm very proud of him now, though. So. I love it, man. I love it. Well, say your name again so everybody knows exactly. I don't. I, it's I, Philip. Philip and the last name. Valtuk. Valtuk. Did I say that right? Awesome. Cl- close enough. <laughs> close enough. Well, thanks, Philip. Hey. It is awesome, man. I had a great time. Thank you so much. Right. I didn't know what to expect, but it was not too bad. <laughs> thanks.